Now back to Unnecessary Roughness with your boy Q. I could let that ride out the whole time. You've got me into a bag that I probably don't have any business going into at this point, but we'll do it. It is Unnecessary Roughness here on Raider Nation Radio 920. We're kicking off hour number two of the show, and joining us now on the phone lines is the voice of the silver and black. That would be Jason Horowitz. And Jason, we got to start off, before we get into anything Raiders, I got to ask you, can you name that tune from that, that instrumental that I was just playing? I couldn't hear it because I was wondering what in the heck you were talking about. <laughs> and, and, but you know, I know that I would listen to any music all day, every day, but I couldn't hear it because, you know, sometimes when you're waiting on, like, the horn and you're waiting, you're like, then you hear, like, the, the, the click and then you – so, no, I don't know what you were listening to. Not a clue. All right. It was JT Money. Who that? Remember JT Money from back in the day? I don't. You're old. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Somehow. Is that, is, that, is, that, is that a fair answer or not fair? No, no, that's very fair. And, and it's very accurate, right? And so it's funny. I was talking about I was talking about Genuine, who was at this uh, uh, Lovers of Friends. I remember. Okay. And did you see him fall at the, at the no. Lovers of Friends Festival? No, I did not. Okay. Did well, not he fell. He jumped off stage and fell. And so in the hallway, we were talking about him falling. And I talked about his, his kid's mom which is Soleil, and Soleil was on that song with JT Money, and so all of a sudden DeMond pulled that instrumental out of his backside, which I was so impressed with. So now I've been stuck in, like, late 90s, early 2000 hip-hop, JT Money, and so there you go. Jason, he prefaced it like this. He said if everybody that's around 45 to 48 years old, (laughs) that song's going to be stuck in the head all day. Yep. So, so like, are we going to roll with Pony the rest of the day? Or, like, what other, like, or is it, or is that, is that even the name of a, a genuine song? Oh, you know yeah. it is. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That was, that was, that was a good one back in the day. Don't act like you don't know it. <laughs> I know. I just wanted to make sure that I wasn't completely making a fool of myself. You, you guys know very well that I'm more than willing to do that on a regular basis. But, like, if I'm just going to go completely off the ledge. <laughs> right. No, no, genuine, genuine had plenty of hits, but uh, that was that was uh, like I said, that was JT Money. I think he only had one to two really good hits, and the rest were just well songs. And uh, <laughs> there you go. So uh, that was our that was our hip hop trivia for the day. Here's the next question, my friend. Like, wh- what of the other 31 uh, NFL radio play guys could you bring in and like? They would not be like, "What the hell are you talking about?" <laughs> right, <laughs> exactly. That's and see, that's why we bring you on. That's why we bring you on because we know we can have down to earth, just regular conversation and be on the same page. Even if you say that that's that I'm old, that's okay. I'm okay with being old. You are, you're like, oh, you're old. You're even old. I have more gray hair than you. Dude, well, I, my listen. Let me tell you something. My off season beard is making me realize that turning forty this summer is more problematic than I realized. I like it was just a number. It's just an age. Turning 40 this summer, man, there's a lot of gray in that beard. Holy cow. <laughs> well, that's why you got to do like me. I go to the barber every single week and get my hair cut for that exact reason because they'll shave my beard too. Do you, you're the type of guy that gets your car washed every day, aren't you? Every week. Every week I try to. I try to every week, no joke. <laughs> All right. Listen, you got to get one of those subscriptions where it's one, one payment a month and you can go as many times as you want. No, but you can't go through the car wash that has the brushes on it because then you're going to scratch up your car. You can't do that. That's why you lease your car. It's not yours. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If I lease it, they ain't never going to give me something else. <laughs> I got to hold on. I got to hold on to what I got. <laughs> you got you to gotta, you gotta see all the chocolate stains in the back seat. You all three little kids. I, Jason, Jason, I have none of that. There's no food eating, no consumption of food in my car ever. None. Dude, 
the amount of goldfish in our backseat is disgusting. Like, we could actually fill up a Costco with the amount of goldfish in our backseat. Ask DeMond, we drove to the Super Bowl from here to Phoenix. We had a, yeah. a box, a big old container of snacks. DeMond, how many did we eat? None. We stopped at a gas station, and <laughs> I had to eat a Cliff Bar outside the car. Just like as as he's in there, he's already started it up, and I'm and I'm munching down on this on this Cliff Bar, ho- hoping he won't leave me. If if you would have asked me before, like a month or two ago, if is Q David Spade from Tommy Boy, I would have been like no chance. And now, now that now I know the two of you guys are the same. Well, I'll tell you right now. Now I got to go watch the movie because I have no idea. I have no idea. Oh. That's disappointing. Well, you know, <laughs> hey, you I don't know Tommy Boy. I don't. I don't know very many movies, Jason. I'm not very good when it comes to movies. Now, hip hop that you've never heard of, I got that covered. But movies, not so much. Dude, I got to figure out a way tonight if I can work in Tommy Boy into the schedule at least. There, there I you go. Out if that can happen in two hours. I think you can do hours? it. We're about two hours, right? Yeah, just about. Yeah, it's three o'clock. A little bit after three o'clock. So yeah, you got you got a couple hours to work that in. I I I have faith in you, man. I really do. I think you could do it. And speaking of the the schedule release, and again, we're talking with Jason Horowitz, the voice of the the silver and black. Even though we've been talking all things cars and hip hop, I do want to ask you when it comes to the schedule, like for you and what you do, what do you focus yeah. in on when you're looking at the schedule? So I got to be completely honest. Until this year, I have never, um, I've never really gotten into the whole schedule release thing. Uh, because it didn't really have a massive effect on me, right? Like if I was working games, those wouldn't be determined until later in the year by different networks. It right. wasn't anything that was like, you know, that I was like, hey, I'm going to be here week three, and then we're going to have a Monday night game here, like this time of year. Like I, I never paid attention. And, and, and it occurred to me in January when the season ended, it's like, all right, now I know who we're playing. When are we going? Like, is it going to be cold? What family and friends can I see? Like I... I get it. And, and from a fan's perspective, you know, whether you're a Raiders fan or you are one of the eight teams that's going to come to Las Vegas at some point during the year, I get it. You want to make your travel plans now. You want to get excited about it now. You want to book hotels now. If you're, if you're a Raiders fan and you want to go see Soldier Field, you want to know, hey, are, am I going to be freezing my rear end off in December? Or are we going in September? Like, those are two very different trips. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and I think, you know, all that stuff. But, but if, so I, I think what I'm looking forward to tonight is how, how many primetime games or, or standalone games mm-hmm. do, do the Raiders have, right? Because I think, you know, we all know the NFL released it today, Christmas Day, yep. in Kansas City, right? That one we know. And there, there's been different Twitter leaks, and we'll see if they prove out to be true. I know – uh, you know, there's been a leak of the Giants schedule and the Vikings schedule and the Packers and the Lions. And I, again, we'll find out at, at five o'clock whether or not those are all accurate. But the NFL puts primetime games together based off of brands and but also based off of who they think are going to be good. And you look at power rankings and what people project the Raiders to be. They don't project the Raiders to be very good. Mm-hmm. But 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 if we've got like five or six standalone games. That, that's a lot more than I think people would have expected. You know, if it's one, two, well, we already know it's one. And I got to assume we're going to be scheduled. It's the Raiders. So I got to be assumed we're going to be scheduled for at least a Sunday and a Monday or a Sunday night and a Monday. Like, but, like, if it's, like, more than three, you know, maybe, maybe there's a perception here that we're going to be a lot better or more interesting than people realize. 
Yeah, no, that's a good point about that. And it's funny, uh, me and you exchanged a couple text messages when we were talking about the Black Friday game. And, Jason, I'll tell you, yeah. I thought that there was no doubt the Raiders would be playing on Black Friday. Clearly they're not. It's going to be the Jets and the Dolphins. Do you think the NFL missed an opportunity there with the Raiders, Silver and Black, the Black Hole, Allegiant Stadium, and Black Friday? Uh, you know, I think with the color aspect of it, yes. Um, if, that, if that's what you're going to go with, I guess. Um, <laughs> But I, I, I don't know. I mean, like, I, I think you have to see the schedule first to see, like, you know, I, I, you know, there's been releases or at least, you know, reports that of who's playing on Thanksgiving and the Raiders played at Dallas a couple of years ago. So, like, I don't, I don't think there's any way that the Raiders are playing on Thanksgiving. But, like, if they were, then you'd have a better understanding of why not, right? Um, are, are they coming off of a Monday night game the week before? Right, like if, mm-hmm. and I don't, I don't know the answer to that. But like, if the Raiders are playing a Monday night game uh, leading into Thanksgiving, then then you'll have a better understanding of why there's no black. So, so I don't know. I mean, like, I, I think what the NFL was trying to do with Black Friday was get the biggest storylines that they think they're gonna have come end of November, and make sure it's a a game and a team that's gonna matter. And like, you can clearly tell by all the little. Uh, snippets that they've released, like they're going to have the Jets on as many times as possible. Right. They're going to have the Chiefs on as many times as possible. They're going to have a lot of Eagles, right? They're going to have a lot of night. Like they're going to have a lot of that. Um, but if the Raiders are up there with standalone games like that, and he, he's the other thing to keep in mind: this year Monday Night Football can be flexed, but it can't be flexed until December. Right? Sunday night could be flexed before that, mm-hmm. but I don't think Monday night's flexible until week thirteen or fourteen. I think that's the date. So, so if, if the if the Raiders Monday night games are before that, we're playing on Monday night. Right. I didn't even think about that. I forgot about the the flex uh, part of uh, of the schedule. Don't quote me on the week, but I want to say right. it's after Thanksgiving. I want to okay. say whatever that is, week thirteen, week fourteen, whatever that is. No, I'll definitely keep that in mind. Like I said, totally forgot about that. I mean, we think about flexing during the season, but it's very rare that I think about it before. But that you bring up a great point again. Jason Horowitz is our guest here, Raider Nation Radio nine twenty. Necessary roughness. Demond's got one for you. You've known the opponents that the Raiders are going to be playing for months, so I've got to ask you when it comes to being in the booth. I asked Vinny the same yeah. question when it comes to writing about the storyline, but you telling that story in the booth, is there a particular team that you're looking forward to calling that game more than another? Uh, good question. I mean, the, the, Jets, the Jets obviously are a story, and the Jets are obviously also a story because of you know the offseason questions of where the, where the Raiders interested in Aaron Rodgers, right? So you certainly have that aspect to it. Um, I think I think the what very interested aspect for the Chiefs. You know, we, obviously we know we're playing them in in Kansas City on Christmas Day, and and it's that's I I, I got to assume that's going to feel very different than playing them on Monday Night Football like we did last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know that for a fact, but I've got to assume that that's the case. Um, you know, from our perspective, there's there's stadiums I've never been to. Uh, and so I, I, I certainly look forward to that. I had never been to Hines, well, it's not Hines Field anymore, whatever they're calling it now. Uh, I had never been there until last year. And, and, and that's a pretty cool place when you go through the tunnel and you see it right off the river. And that's, that, you know, that's obviously becoming what turned out to be, you know, Franco Harris passed away that week and, and obviously the anniversary of the Immaculate Reception and, uh, and or not the care, you know, whatever. So like all of that stuff. But, um, you know, we've got, we've got trips this year. I've, I have been to Orchard Park, uh, but not ever when the Bills were good. So, like, I've been to Orchard Park before when people didn't think the Bills, like, it was just, it was kind of quiet. But now, like, 
the Bills have been good for a few years, so I, you know, I think it'll be interesting to go there. Um, I am excited because I've never been to Soldier Field, which is as crazy as it's. So, like, I'm excited to go there. Um, so, road trips perspective, it's that. But from a storyline of, like, what games, you know, guys, we're placing a lot of, you know, the Steelers again, right? Every time the Raiders and the Steelers play, which feels like every year, that's always massive. Division games, obviously, massive. Playing the Jets now that they have Aaron Rodgers, massive, right? The, the, the historical aspect of, of the NFC North and the Packers. Um, and then, you know, for, for, for me, you know, uh, just facing every, you know, new years, new opponents, all that stuff. So it's, it's all exciting. And, and I personally think this team's going to be better than everybody's given him credit for. Real quick, when you mentioned about being in Pittsburgh last year, were you guys cold in the booth? Like, does the does the cold? I was hit, cold watching the does game. The cold, does the cold reach up to the booth for you guys? The cold does reach up to the booth. <laughs> the question is: Is the booth window open? That's the question. Is the booth window open? And the answer was no. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my my big man Lincoln Kennedy has got you know he's he, he'll let me do what I need to, but I'm a team player. If like it's cold, we might close the window. <laughs> Are you are you a window guy broadcaster? I mean, a window open broadcaster? Yes. Okay. Yes. Gotcha. I am. I am. I am. And like that was, I'll tell you what. Like that was the the disappointing part of Kansas City is the windows don't open mm. uh, in Kansas City. So like, we're, you know, I don't remember if it's like the forty or the forty five, but you were in the middle of the field. You're high. You're like on level nine. Okay, so you're really high at uh, in Arrowhead. But you're in the middle of the field, and the sound you would think travels up. The problem is the windows don't open there. So as loud as that game I think was, and you can hear it in your headset, we pipe in sound. Right. Uh, you can't. It's a different feel though when the windows open, and you actually hear it when you take your headset off. That's a different feel. Can you predict already on the schedule or the game that you think will be the most topsy turvy up and down game that you're going to have to call? Oh God. Uh... Oof, now i got to think about who we're playing. <laughs> uh, Jets, Packers, Patriots, Giants, Steelers, Vikings, Bears, Bills, Dolphins, Lions, Colts. Those are all the games that aren't AFC West games. Topsy-turvy in what way, DeMond? Let's say that game against the Cardinals, but preferably the Raiders win. Oh, God. But that wasn't like topsy-turvy. That was like, hey, here's one half, and then this is like playing three years later in a totally different game. Like... To me, topsy-turvy was the Niners. By mm. Week 17, New Year's Day, back and forth, great game, so much fun. Uh, I think, you know, I think the Lions have a chance to be really entertaining. You know, and, and I don't know when we're playing the Lions. I know there's that, there's that, uh, there's that report, you know, there's, the, you know there's, there's all these Twitter leaks, right? Yeah, there's there the is. Twitter leak that it's a Monday night game in yep. Detroit in October, right around Halloween. Like, that could be a lot of fun. And, and, and especially, like, that gives this team three, four weeks to gel, which is uh, four or five weeks or six or seven or whatever it is, if that's actually true. And, and a lot of time to gel. And then you're sitting there, and Jimmy G, as long as he's healthy, with, with Devontae and Jacoby and Josh is running wild and back and forth with Jared Goff and that offense that they're going to have, assuming they stay healthy. Plus, you know, their defense is up and down. We'll see if they're actually improved get some guys on this side. Like, that could be one that's, like, up and down, 
first one to 35 wins. That could be a lot of fun. Yeah, I can see it. And that the Lions are an intriguing team to me. I just want to see it again. They had a really good season last year. I want to see if they could run it back and make it happen again and even well, be better. So, so, like this, the NFL put out there. They're playing Week One in Kansas City. Like right. that's the showcase team, right? Like, are you surprised that they're the showcase team? Yes. We all know Kansas City. Yes, I'm very, I'm very shocked. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I grew up in Detroit, and I'm shocked. <laughs> right. I think most Lions, uh, Lions fans out there, I think that they're all shocked that they're getting as much love as they're getting from the I NFL. Think, I think they're excited, but anyone I've talked to who still is a Lions fan or grows or lives in Detroit, usually when they get hype. They assume it's going to be a five. What you know? What would have been like a five and eleven season, right? right? Five and twelve. Mm-hmm. That's what they expect because that's what they all they know, right? Um, but maybe maybe we'll find out something different. Maybe this team is drastically different. Maybe Dan Campbell really will bite somebody's ankles. You know, that's that's what we've been saying. <laughs> that's what we've been saying for the longest. Jason, we'll close out with this. As far as you and just what you're doing, you're going into year two now as the voice of the silver and black. How has things changed after having a year under your belt? You mean like for my own personal life or like my, what I need to just, play? I mean, just I, 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 how is it different? I mean, last year at this time, I mean, you know, you well, not at this time, but at some point you were finding out that you were getting the job. Now you're a seasoned vet with one year under your belt. Oh, how does things change? Yeah. 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 Like today, like we're like 10 months from like I got the first phone call. I had like we're, we're less than 10 months after I got the job. Right. Mm-hmm. So like it has been a and it doesn't feel like it's only been 10 months. It feels like it's been something that's that's been longer and I feel a part of and and hopefully it's something I'm a part of for for decades to come um but I feel part of it something now you know this time last year uh I was getting ready for the lacrosse tournament and you know getting ready to you know figure out what college games I was going to do and I was getting ready for the army package again and you know same crew same and like all that stuff but it's very different when you're part of an organization you're part of a fan base when Mm -hmm. you feel the ups and downs that the fan base does and, you know, I didn't have any ties to Raider Nation last year at this time. And now I just feel like I'm part of Raider Nation. Yep. And that is, that is probably the biggest difference. That, that, that and the amount of Raiders clothes that are in my closet. <laughs> right? Nothing wrong with that, man. You have a lot of black in your, in your closet, and it's, it's a good thing. You're not like Normally, a lot of people have black in their closet. They're either going to court or they're going to a funeral. So at least it's, it's yeah. for a good reason. It's not court yeah. and it's not a funeral. So there you yeah. go. There's Jason Horowitz, the voice of the silver and black. All right, my man. Well, we appreciate you as always. Enjoy the schedule release. I know you'll be covering it like a glove. I know you got a lot of work you'll be doing later on this evening, but we definitely appreciate you making some time for us all right you guys are the best talk to you soon all right there he goes jason horowitz that's our guy right there he said i got a lot of black in my in my closet now it's a good thing though demand again you know some people they have black in their closet for one or two reasons they're either like i said going to court or a funeral and neither one of them are good i need to get some more raider gear man i know jason's probably got that good good hookup you know, so I mean, maybe I need to get his plug. I don't know. I don't know if you need to get some because it's like you ride the fence so much. You know, sometimes you're. I play you're, both sides. What's wrong with that? Sometimes, well, that's not really. You know, it's you like play both sides. You can never lose. <laughs> of course, that would be your answer. Three twenty-two is the time. That is definitely Demond's answer. If you play both sides, you can never lose. I like it. Coming up next, we'll take your calls and texts. We have Paloma Villacana joining us at three thirty. It's Red Nation Radio nine twenty. You're listening to Unnecessary Roughness with your boy Q on Raider Nation Radio. Big Dub Raider, hit us up on the don'tbebroke.com text line at 69187, keyword r Having a lot of fun today. He said, Q, I'm jokingly offended. I'm 38 and I know about JT money and will definitely have that beat in my head the rest of the day. Also, no offense to DeMond, but Ari had the 
fire playback tracks when him and DeMond switched that week. Go Raiders. That's Big Dub Raider right there. Shouting out Ari and the tracks that Ari be dropping. Shout out to Ari, man. I mean, Ari produces. I mean, before even with the radio, the sports radio, he was a music producer. <laughs> he knows his hip-hop. He does. Uh, Vegas Pete said, tell Jason to use Just For Men uh, auto stop hair color. There you go. That's one thing I've never done. I'll never do. I'll never do. I'll never, ever dye any hair. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's not going to happen. It's either gray or it's whatever. You know what I mean? It is what it is. Whatever you got is what you got. There is no going to the store. There is no going to wherever and getting it done. It's just like, it is what it is. That's why you got to take care of the waves now. Because once they're gone, it's just like, all right, just come on home. Something that LeBron refuses to do. Something KD needs to do. They need to go on home. They ain't done it yet. I want to put them on the spot, but, yo, my father used to have the Carlos Boozer. Oh, you the dark, dark, when, when yeah. it was Come on, man. When it was basically a can of paint. Yeah, that was, man, Carlos <laughs> Boozer was the worst. He was awful. It's like, it's like bro, how you get it so dark, and, and, and what does your pillow look like at night? Because you know that that stuff comes off. No, nah, I just I can't do it. There's no way. It's, it's gray. It's gray. You just got to live with it. You know, there's no, there's no reason to... There's no reason to go get the color. Just saying. 702-365-9200. Again, Paloma Villacana, Fox 5 Sports will join us coming up in just a few minutes. But let's hear from Passionate Raider. What's on your mind, bro, man? What's on your? What's going on? What's up, Demonic Q, man? How you guys been? Now we're good. You know, just, just sit back, you know, tune in once in a while. Just listen to what's going on. You know, you always, you always get pumped up the closer it gets, man, and and I'm just, I'm just still optimistic, man. I just still, you know, I, I, I don't want to be that man again this year that dies all in and gets kicked in the face again. So I want nothing more but this, but, but Josh and these guys to take this team to the top, man, and make us competitive. Just make us competitive. If that's all you can do this year is be competitive and not go out there and have five, six games with the lead and lose it or – or, or, or just everything that we've done, just show that we're at least coming out and we're going to be respected. Because we haven't been respected in a long time, too. You know it. We all know it, man. It, it just, it is what it is, man. So I'm just hoping these guys come out this year with a new attitude. We do got a lot of rookies. They do predict a lot of them to play. A lot of them are kind of still head scratchers to me. But we got to sit back and see what happens, man. I, I'm going to sit back and watch. We got a couple good games Christmas Day. Let's hope it's a good Christmas Day, man. I would love nothing more. Raider Nation would love nothing more. But to to beat down my homes on Christmas. So let's just hope the cards stack up in our favorite queue. Demond, Jason, you guys get that gear, man. That's great. That's <laughs> the best gear. Jealous over here, man. Jealous over here. And Demond, you can get as much as you want. But when is it going to be all the way in he still, he's still supposed to get that Raider tattoo he never went and got. Yeah, so when are we going to be in like Flynn, baby? Let's go, Raiders! Come on! Didn't think I remembered that one, Hundemon. He was supposed to go get that tattoo once they made the playoffs. They made the playoffs. You haven't gone and gotten it yet. I'm sure your Tennessee Titan brethren wouldn't be happy to see that, but... I don't, I don't remember. I, don't, I do not recall. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. We, we all remember. We all remember. Raider Nation has a real good memory, man. They don't forget nothing. Even th- stuff that might not be there, they remember, right? But that was something that I remember like it was yesterday. So we'll, we'll find the tape at some point. We'll find it. I don't know where, 
But we'll find it. Don't you worry. Coming up next, Paloma Villacana. She'll join the show. If you want to send us a text, please do it at the don'tbebroke.com text line, 69187, keyword R&R. What is the game that you look forward to the most that are not AFC West opponents? Talking about the Jets, Packers, Patriots, Giants, Steelers, or Vikings. Those are all home games, away games, Bears, Bills, Dolphins, Lions, Colts. What game is it? Let us know about it. It's Radio Nation Radio 920. It's time to talk all things UNLV with Paloma Villacana from Fox 5. And Paloma Villacana joins us on the phone lines now. We'll dip into some UNLV. We'll talk some aces. We'll talk about the Raiderettes, and they have their auditions going down and and the piece that she's got going on. And uh, Paloma, first of all, before we get into anything, uh, how was uh, yesterday with Mama? How was Mother's Day uh, yesterday with Mom? Oh, it was a good day. It was a good day. I took her to go get tea at the Waldorf on the Strip. Mm. beautiful it was so beautiful so you know us las vegans sometimes we go out on the strip sometimes we're just hanging at the house but um you know you gotta you gotta take care of your mom you gotta treat her nice so it was a it was a fun mexican mother's day there you go so are, are you double dipping on sunday is the next question Man, my mom expects me to treat her like a princess every day, you know? <laughs> so every day, I always tell my mom, Mom, every day is Mother's Day. You know what I mean? Right. So, yeah, Sunday we'll probably do brunch, church, do something uh, just low-key on Sunday. I don't have to work, so we could just chill. But, uh, yeah, you know mom. Yep. Oh, I do. They want to be pampered every day, man. (laughs) Right, right. As they should. As they should. That's a a good thing right there. So Paloma Villacana, Fox 5 Sports, is our guest here, Radio Nation Radio 920, Unnecessary Roughness. I did want to ask you about the Raiderette auditions. I saw that you were working close with Miguel, and he's got the glam squad going on. And it blew my mind when in your piece you were saying that him and his crew have to take care of 400 ladies. How is that even possible? Yeah. So he told me about 400 dancers will be auditioning for the first time at Allegiant Stadium. Usually it happens in the Raiderette studio right next to the Raiders headquarters. But this year, they're they're moving into Allegiant Stadium. They'll be auditioning in the end zone so they can have more of a, a game day feel. Uh, yeah, and Tiffany, their, their director, was telling me they have 400 girls uh, auditioning next week. And there's only 32 spots. So, wow. man, it's almost like it's almost like making a football team. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's so many guys trying out, and there's so many limited. There's only so many spots. So, um, but one thing about the Raiderettes, you know, it's so much more than dancing and performing. I mean, um, she was telling me that Mark Davis looks for the whole package. You know, the the career, the community service, the uh, personality. You know, where did they go to college? What did they do? What did they do in their free time? Um, and then, of course. You know they gotta have <laughs> they gotta be a great dancer and a mm-hmm. performer and um you know a, a big part of our community. So I know the Raiderettes do a lot in Las Vegas. They're always at the schools. They're always at events. Um, they're always participating in you know any any type of big event here in Las Vegas. So I think the Raiderettes sometimes you know sometimes they work harder than these football players out here. <laughs> so um, yeah, they might not be you know playing football but man they they are just as busy as the Raiders putting in the work there's no doubt about that and Paloma I gotta ask I mean Miguel and his crew are taking care of 400 dancers was there any opportunity for you to say hey you know what go ahead and uh, let me slide on in here let me get a little (laughs) let me get a little touch up here or there did did, were you able to get any hook up there I mean I am always down to get my (laughs) hair and makeup done you know anytime but I love that you know he's a local artist you know started his business when he was 18 
Um, he, he was based out of L.A., and his, his business has grown so much now. Um, and, yeah, he's the first official. The Raiderettes have their own official uh, a glam team, and it's, it's the first official glam team of the NFL. So I'm um, so happy to highlight him and, and his story. Even prouder that he's a, a local artist who's, who's hustling, hustling, mm-hmm. hustling, getting 400 Raiderettes ready. That's so wild. Crazy. That is wild. Good, good luck to him. Good luck to him and his team. 400 women is a whole yep. lot of ladies. Talking right now at Paloma yep. Villacana, Fox 5 Sports, Raider Nation Radio 920. And I say, has got one for you. Speaking of that local connection, what was Coach Lindy LaRock's report of Essence Booker's first preseason game? Oh, yeah. I mean, it was awesome that she was able to go out there uh, to Seattle and see Essence and, and get to see her uh, with the uh, with the Phoenix Mercury I need to text Lindy and I need to text Essence um, on how she how she did and how she's doing out there. The one thing that that the WNBA is you know still lacking is man, it's hard to get information out mm-hmm. from training camp, from preseason. Uh, you know their games are not all broadcasted, so you know I love how how much attention the W is getting, but I still feel like the WNBA is is still far behind. I mean, not having their preseason games on any on any TV. I mean, no streams, nothing. Uh, so when the Aces play this Saturday at Michelob Ultra Arena, when they take on the New York Liberty, which, you know, is going to be a, a hot contender this year, that game, you're not even going to be able to watch that game anywhere except Fox 5, y'all. Hey! <laughs> Boom! There, hey, you know what? That's the company girl right there. She made it happen. I like it. Yeah, but I gotta ask: When it comes to Coach Lindy Larock, what do you? How much does that say about her, especially when it comes to recruiting? That hey, she's still going that extra mile, even for her former players. Yeah, I mean, any time you spend around Lindy, I mean, off the court, on the court, she's just a really good person, uh, and she has really good people in that program. The entire coaching staff, uh, down to the trainers, to the interns, to the players, um, and that's that 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 goes a long way when you have great people in your program. You have great people as your coaches. Um, you know, that, that are more than a coach, you know, they're just, they're a friend. They're someone you, that can be there for you. Um, you know, Lindy, Lindy's a great person. She's, you know, a Las Vegas native. She's a mom. She's a coach. Um, you know, she's won a few championships now with the Lady Rebels. So, um, no, I'm super excited for the Lady Rebels. They have a camp coming up in June um, that you can sign up for. I might slide through and just, just, just hang out with the Lady Rebels because <laughs> I want to. Um, but yeah, no, Lindy, Lindy's a great, uh, yeah, she's just a great person in our community. And, you know, if I was a young girl playing basketball here in Las Vegas, you know, it'd be a dream to play for her. Well, I want to go back to the Aces real quick, Paloma. As you mentioned, they'll be at T-Mobile Arena on Saturday, and this is kind of the the start to the season, even though it's still the preseason, but it kind of gets everything rolling. What are your expectations? What do you think that, that we'll see between them and the Liberty, two teams that are expected to be really good this year? Yeah, I mean, what I'm seeing right now is just, it's just so many stars on the basketball court at, at the Aces practices. You got, you know, Candace Parker, Asia Wilson, uh, Alicia Clark, Kelsey Gray, Kelsey Plum. So when I'm when I'm watching practice, I'm like, man, there's just like, where are my eyes going? I'm just like, you know, going. So the, my eyes are moving so fast because there's just so many stars on the court. But um, I think I mentioned this before. I think the Aces just look bigger, look taller, look. Uh, like a bigger team this season. I know they were a little bit smaller last year, so when they would go up against Seattle or, you know, they'd go up against Connecticut, it was, you know, kind of an issue for for the Aces. But one thing Asia Wilson has told me is, like, 
they have depth. They're stacked in all positions is, is what she told me. And just the fact that they get to train in that facility and, and be in that facility. And Asia was telling me she's there all day. Um, you know, they don't have to pack up every day. You know, they were practicing at UNLV last year. Um, not even where the men play in the men and hall practice facility. Mm-hmm. They were like underneath the Thomas and Mac last year practicing. So every day they'd have to pack up, come back, pack up, come back. Uh, so now that they have their own home, they have their own locker, um, you know, they have their own facility where they can work out and train all day. I mean, they have to be better than they were last year, no doubt. The expectations are high. Uh, for the Las Vegas Aces, and they know that um, it's hard to repeat. You know, it's definitely hard to repeat, but if anything, I think the Aces only got stronger than than, than got weaker uh, with their additions of these new players. So excited to see them finally take the court in action on Saturday. There's no doubt, and then we'll have Media Day on Monday, so we'll be out there and be able to check them out. I know they got a really, really busy Monday, but we'll all be out there. Of course, this show will come to you uh, live from the Laces Media Day coming up on Monday. Again, Paloma Villacana, Fox 5 Sports, our guest here, Raider Nation Radio 920. I did want to ask you, the Raiders have rookie minicamp coming up this weekend. Uh, Adam Plant Jr., he was an undrafted free agent, the edge rusher from UNLV. The Raiders signed him immediately after the draft. What what should Raider fans expect from Adam Plant? What kind of uh, impact do you think he could bring on to the team? Yeah, I think he plays with a lot of passion. I mean, just a lot of passion. I mean, he gets after it. He gets after the ball. Um, you know, he had a really strong senior season with UNLV. He doubled basically all of his sacks and his stats, uh, jumping from his junior year to his senior year. So he had a really strong season with Coach Arroyo and um, – uh, just one thing I know about him is, you know, he, he, he practices hard. He plays hard. He kind of reminds me a little bit of Max Crosby, just how passionate he is every time he takes the field. Um, you know, and he's young. I mean, man, he's young, but he's going to join a, a really strong defense out there um, with the additions that the Raiders made this, this offseason through the draft. So how can you not be excited to join that room uh, when you've got so many new pieces and, you know, you guys just want to gel together and find that chemistry. But Adam Plant Jr. is a local guy, and what I love about him is, you know, he played at all levels here in Vegas. You know, uh, pro, uh, he went from UNLV uh, to the Raiders. He played at Bishop Gorman. Um, he did Pop Warner out here. His dad is, you know, uh, his biggest best friend, his mentor. So, um, you know, he's got his whole family, his whole UNLV team, rooting for him uh, this offseason with the Raiders. So hoping he has a strong camp uh, with the Raiders. Speaking of that UNLV team, what's the next step for Coach Odom in the offseason program? Have you heard anything? Uh, they, they keep picking up some good players. They keep picking up um, – every time I go through Twitter, I'm like, okay, okay. They just added a running back that is uh, a big running back. He looks like he's, you know, 28 years old with these kids <laughs> with the, the transfer. You know the NCAA transfer portal now. These kids look so old, but – um, no, I think they're. I think they're. They've added some strong pieces this off season. Um, I can't wait for for August to come around. It's so funny, like right now, it's it's not even summertime yet. But I'm like, man, is it August yet? You know, I'm ready to jump back out on the football field. But um, he's got a lot of new faces, a lot of new pieces, um, and, and that comes with the coaching staff too. You know, I'm ready to see what this coaching staff does. Um, I know Odom is, is a you know, defensive guru, and you know, he loves to come out and, and put on a strong defensive performance. But then on the other side of the ball, he's like, I want us to score a million points as well. So um, ready to see the, what the new UNLV football team looks like. But, yeah, there's a lot of excitement 
around the Rebels this offseason. Yeah, last one I got about UNLV football. I know that everyone's got to compete for their job, but it is Doug Brumfield's job to lose at starting quarterback, right? As far as I know. <laughs> now, and, and, you know, the transfer portal, that's, that's what is so unique with these, you know, free agency type of uh, deals is that, you know, they could go get a quarterback at any time all, all the way up to, to kickoff. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. you, you, could, you can add guys in August if you wanted to. So that's the crazy part is sometimes I'd come out to football practice and be like, wait, who's this guy? Who's mm-hmm. this guy? You know, I think Aiden Robbins, their running back last year, he slid in at, at the beginning of August. So, um, and then, you know, he was one, he was one of their best players on the roster. So um, all the way up until kickoff, you can, you can pick up someone that, that can be a game changer. So um, I know Doug Brumfield will be, you know, still, still the commander of that, that offense. And, and I only, I think, I think Doug has only grown as well. I mean, he had not the strongest spring game, but I think he he will continue to grow with um, their new OC, uh, Brennan Marion, who's coming from from Texas and that go go offense. So, um, but they got some stud receivers, and I'm ready to see what what the receivers can do, and um, I'm ready to see Doug Brumfield. Um, you know, come out even stronger this year. I'll tell you what, they've got some coaches from some pretty good places, right? I mean, you talk uh-huh. about Texas, yep. you got Arkansas. I mean, there's a lot of good, yep. uh, you know, coaches from some really good programs, and uh, they've got a lot of good experience. So uh, UNLV, I feel like, can only get better from yep. here. So we'll see how it is. Of course, college football, as you mentioned, Paloma's really like free agency when it yep. comes to the NFL. Yep. But uh, Paloma, great stuff. What are you working on? I know Saturday you'll be at the game, and then Sunday, mm-hmm. of course, is Mother's Day. But what are you working on in the meantime, <laughs> in between time? Yeah, right now it's just all aces. You know, we're the official broadcast station of the aces, so it's my passion to tell these players' stories, the coaches' stories. So um, we're really locking in on the aces and and getting ready for the season, which is coming up so soon. But also super excited for Josh Jacobs' camp. Um, Excited for him to get back out here in Vegas and put on his camp. Um, You know, (laughs) I feel like we're all kind of just waiting for for news on on Jacob. Mm -hmm. So. Um, I know that they've kept it kind of a tight seal because they're still working uh, through his contract and the Raiders and him are, you know, still working on things. So um, I think everyone's eager to see what happens with with Jacobs coming up this this upcoming football season. But um, no, just a lot of things to look forward to right now. Yeah, there's no doubt. I'll tell you right now, we're waiting for that day that you come on the show and say, hey, y'all, it's good. It's all good. Don't worry. Thumbs up. <laughs> I have sources. Yeah, sources tell me all is good. <laughs> yeah, because right now he ain't telling me nothing. Right. So I'm like, all right, y'all. All right. We'll just wait it out, I guess. There you so. go. Well, we'll wait till you yeah. give us a thumbs up. But, Paloma, <laughs> we, we appreciate you as always. Great job. And uh, we'll talk to you next week. Thanks, Q. Bye, guys. All right, see you. There she goes, Paloma Villacana. Fox 5 Sports does a fantastic job on Twitter at at Paloma Fox 5 News. She had to switch up her Twitter account. Something happened. It got hacked, and then she wasn't able to get it back. And uh, just a big mess. So if you're on Twitter, if you're on what I call the cesspool that is Twitter, Paloma Fox 5 News, you can check her out. 3.46 is the time. We'll take a quick break. Got a bunch of texts that we want to get to. 69187, keyword R&R. What is the game that you're looking forward to the most that is not an AOC West opponent? Talking about the home games, Jets. Packers, Patriots, Giants, Steelers, or Vikings, and then the away games are the Bears, Bills, Dolphins, Lions, Colts. Let us know about it. It's Radio Nation Radio 920. Now back to Unnecessary Roughness with your boy Q. 3.49 is the time here. Radio Nation Radio 920, Unnecessary Roughness, Demont Cotton, and your boy Q. Coming up at the top of the hour, Mark Stein, the Stein line. He's also part of the show with uh, TNT's Chris Haynes, talking all things NBA playoffs. 
He's got his Substack, markstein.substack.com. We'll talk to him about all things NBA playoffs, Lakers, Warriors, Celtics, Sixers, Nuggets, Suns, all that good stuff. We'll talk about that coming up at the top of the hour with Mark Stein. But right now we want to hear from you. What is the game that you look forward to the most that is not an AFC West opponent? We had a text at our don'tbebroke.com text line at 69187, keyword r This one says, what up, Q? What up, D? This is Poncho from Modesto. I'm looking forward to the schedule release so I can start planning my trips out to Vegas for the games. But I must say, going into the season, I'm not expecting anything, if that makes sense. I'm just hoping for a better season than last season and expecting improvement. If there's no improvement, then I'll be disappointed. That's from Poncho in Modesto, repping that 209, and I'm not mad at you. If, uh, if there's not improvement, then that's definitely disappointing. right? I mean, that's the goal every year, regardless of what team you are. The goal every year is to get better. And I don't care if you're the Super Bowl champs. There's always areas that you can improve. So if you're coming off a six-win season, you go out and sign or draft nine players, and you go out and sign a bunch of guys in free agency, yeah, you're damn right. You want to see some improvement? You go out and, and, and sign a free agent quarterback? You move on from your quarterback and get another guy? Yeah, exactly right. You definitely want to see improvement in year two. It's a, it's a head coach that has now the going into the second year under his belt. Yeah, I mean, he, he's got to improve as well. Patrick Graham, defensive coordinator, he's got to improve. Everyone, all the coaching staff's got to improve. So, yeah, if there's not improvement, and I don't even know if that necessarily means a playoff berth, but, I mean, you want to see, one, you want to see more wins, and you want to see better play. All in all, we had Raider Matt calling earlier talking about, you know, losses at the end of the game and, you know, the one-score losses and how that can't happen. Yeah, those kind of things have to go away. They really do. you got to give yourself a chance. Those one-score losses and and, and blowing leads in games, that's got to go away. You cannot have that. And if you have that, then you got to look at the coaching staff and look in the mirror and say, okay, what are we doing wrong? Because now we're not setting our team up for success. Let's go out to the phone lines real quick, 702-365-9200. Let's talk to ABA Ivan Davis. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind, brother? Hey, thanks for taking my call. Uh, I'm a classic guy, man, old school. And so it still grabs me when I see Raiders Steelers. Okay. Okay. I I mean, those are two classic colors. That's the only other... Jersey that wear black that I'll respect, and that's the Steelers. Okay, and so um, and so that's it for uh, that one. And just a side note, I think that uh, nine or ten wins is going to get us into the playoffs. I mean, the AFC is is absolutely loaded this year, and I think we're going to beat each other up. And whoever can get over five hundred by a game or two will make the playoffs. Where I have no idea, but I just think nine or ten wins gets us in. Thanks, Q. What's up, DeMar? Have a good day. There it is right there. Thank you so much, ABA Ivan Davis. I appreciate you. Nine or ten wins would be a heck of an improvement, right? I would have no problem with that. If you, if you tell me that the Raiders end the season, nine or ten wins, I'm good with that. Now, that's not guaranteeing that they'd make the playoffs, though. But still, nine or ten wins, that would show a lot of improvement and show that the team is definitely trending in the right direction. I would definitely have no problem with nine or ten wins. At least nine or ten wins, that would still give some intrigue towards the end of the season where maybe it could be a they lo- they're not in the playoffs as a result of a tiebreaker. I know that's like you know kissing your sister. No one's going to be happy about that. <laughs> but they would still be able to say, hey, we're that close. So right. nine or ten wins, that's a very successful season. No, that, that is. That's, that's okay. I, I'm good with that. Nine or ten wins. Would like I said would be a nice uh, would be a nice trend or a nice step in the right direction. Uh, how about Mailman Raider Q? I'm interested in the Lions game because I'm no fan of them, but I typically find myself rooting for them on the NFC side of things. But two, because uh, I'm a Cal Bear guy and I was a fan of golf when he was here. Also the Patriot game round two, uh, Belichick versus McDaniel's. That's from Mailman Raider, and of course uh, everyone remembers that Patriots game the way that it ended last year. That was just that was 
insane, right? I mean, I, I could never have written that script. If, I, if you had told me before that game, this is how this Patriot game is going to end in Allegiant Stadium, I would be like, yeah, okay. What is, what is on your mind? So many revenge games. The Jacoby Myers revenge game. Yeah. Man, so many guys that could stick it to their old team. There you go. One other little quick note. We'll take a break and get to Mark Stein from uh, uh, Mark Stein at Substack.com, the Stein line, and, of course, Uncut co-host with TNT's Chris Haynes. Uh, The Raiders just sent sent out the notice that they have signed third-round draft pick Trey Tucker. Wide receiver Trey Tucker out of Cincinnati. He is signed, sealed, and delivered, and that's ahead of tomorrow's uh, rookie minicamp that gets opened the 12th through the 14th. So expect to see uh, more signings like that one, but Trey Tucker is signed, sealed, and delivered. 3.54 is the time. We'll take a quick break, come back, talk some NBA playoffs with Mark Stein. It's Raider Nation Radio 920.